You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to Morning Breath, the drive time devotion sure to jumpstart your day on this beautiful Wednesday, December 29th. Man, the first of the year is rushing towards us right now like a, like a Mack truck and it's not going to stop. And so anyway, we're glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. We take a chapter of the Bible, spend some time just studying it, spend some time with the Lord in the Word of God, and then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about whatever God uh, points out to us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Brian Moore. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks you're, for having me. You're a legend. 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 He's got his legend hat on. At least on. wearing a legend hat. Well, you are a legend, though, too. No doubt. Well, so, welcome to the program, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, uh, it's an honor to do it together. I love to get in the Word of God, and uh, it's it's a fun time. So, should I tell some people how to get connected? Do it. All right, here's some ways you can get on board with the show. You can go to our East Coast app. This is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center in uh, Merritt Island and across Brevard County. And so we would say go to our app, go to our website, eccc.us, and uh, get all the info, events, all past sermons, episodes of Morning Breath and such. There's a link there. It'll tell you what chapter we're in, where we're headed, and uh, we're excited about a new year and all that's coming this year. But you could also call the office if you'd like to get more information, 321-452-1060, and uh, we'll email you. We'll... uh, Get you a snail mail copy if you need one of those. And as the first year comes, we'll be starting some, uh, we'll be bouncing around some chapters, I think, because we're in, in devotion time. Yeah, so you can get your devotion. It's right around the corner. It actually starts on the 10th. Yeah. Um, we're doing a lot of different things, and you'll get a, a better picture of what's going on as you get some of the materials that go with it. But we have a devotion that there'll be 21 days, a different chapter for each of those days that will be lined out in there with a written devotion. Yeah. For each of those as well, those are available. We're going to be doing a night of worship to kind of kick this time off, even though it starts on the Monday after that weekend, really the first main weekend of January. That night at 6 p.m. is a lot of times when we start the fast, the Sunday night at 6 p.m. And then it's going to go through, and that Wednesday is going to be our night of worship for uh, the first one of the year, being uh, just an incredible time. And we're kicking something off then. What is that, Pastor Brian? Yeah, we're kicking off a 24-hour um, prayer night and morning, I guess. So round-the-clock yeah, prayer yeah. for 24 hours. Yeah. So it'll start with the night of worship, which starts at 6.30 p.m. We'll begin worshiping. We'll do that for about an hour, hour and a half, and then we'll carry on with prayer all the way through until 6.30 Thursday evening, and uh, beautiful. I think there'll be you know different focuses throughout the night, and you can come for an hour, come for a minute, you can come for the whole thing if you yeah, like, yeah. and uh, you're invited to be Bring right here. Bring your sleeping bag and your pillow. If you'd like to do that, come <laughs> on. We'll be right here at yeah. 680 North Courtney Parkway at the uh, Parkway Worship Center for that 24 hours of prayer and night of worship. Come join us. Nice. Come do it with us. Lo- love to have that. And anything else going on, you can just check out our events page. That's out there on eccc.us event, backslash events, forward slash events. I always get that messed up. But anyway, it's out there. It's a slash. It's a slash. Slash. Isn't there a guitarist named Slash? There used to be or something. Slash or Slash or... It's one of those guys. Trash or Thrash or... Thrash. That was probably a band. Yeah. I wonder if Slash was in Thrash. I don't know. Probably not. I'm I'm out there. How come you're not helping us, Nick? I don't know. I have no idea what you guys are referencing. Okay. It was before his time. That's that's why. That's why (laughs) you can use that thing you have there, that little device that's called a phone, Mm -hmm. and you look stuff up. Oh. Or you can text your friends. 
One of the two. Should it's I text a, one of you guys? No. Whoa, I mean, that would not help us right now. No, that won't help us. Don't text us because then I'll look at my phone and still won't know who Thrash is. <laughs> and then I'll be distracted. So let's let, let's not be distracted. Let's cut off all this garbage. Oh, well, this chapter is about cutting some stuff off. So I Slashing some things. Thrashing, thrashing, slashing. Yep. All sorts of stuff like that. We're in Zechariah. Yeah, 13. 13. We're it's almost lucky, done with Zechariah. It's our lucky number. Whoa. Yeah, we're almost done with Zechariah, and it's kind of fitting that we finished Zechariah for 2021, move out of the apocalypse that 2021 <laughs> was, and move into 2022. And I just think God's got great things uh, in store for you, for us, and it's an exciting time. Oh, I'm always more hopeful at the beginning of the year or the end of the year, I should which any way you want to look at that, I guess. I'm more hopeful. I just, God is the God of uh, fresh starts, of redemption. Um, it goes with, uh, we handed out a, an ornament again this year, and it was redeemed, yeah. is what the ornament says. I love that one. Um, uh, who was it? Job said, um, I would that my Redeemer liveth, Come that on. I could stand before him and plead my case. But here's the great part. We don't have to, we're not like, Job anymore. We don't have to say a wood that my Redeemer liveth. Not only have we been redeemed, we serve the Redeemer, yeah. and He lives. And so my life isn't a story of past redemption. My life, your life, all our lives are a story of present redemption, future redemption, and past redemption, that God's just doing it, and apart from Him, we wouldn't make it. It's good. He's, he's pulling us through. So, yeah, that's going on. What else we need to do? Read it? Uh, yeah, I guess we should read the chapter. Okay. I'm in the New Living Translation. We only got nine verses. Yeah, we'll read. Maybe we read the whole thing twice. Will that All right, work? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll get you started, Pastor. Okay. New, like, new, new King James for me. New King James. Uh, that's odd. Is that? <laughs> no, that oh, yeah. wait. That's not odd. That's, that's, not that's odd. new. That's the it's same good. thing. Same thing always. Faithful. Same new thing. All, all right, I say unto you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. In that day, a fountain shall be opened for the house of David, for the inhabitants of Jerusalem, for sin and for unclean, unclean, uncleanness. It shall be in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land, and they shall no longer be remembered. I will also cause the prophets and unclean spirit to depart from the land. Shall come to pass, if anyone still prophesies, then his father and mother who begot him will say to him, You shall not live. Because you have spoken lies in the name of the Lord, and his father and mother who begot him shall thrust him through when he prophesies. And it shall be in that day that every prophet will be ashamed of his vision when he prophesies. They will not wear a robe of coarse hair to deceive, but he will say, I'm no prophet, I'm a farmer. For a man taught me to keep cattle from my youth. And one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is my companion, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. Then I will turn my hand against the little ones, and it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people, and each one will say, the Lord is my God. I don't know if we're supposed to say amen. 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 Uh, all right, round two. Here we go. 
New Living Translation. Read, sir. All right. On the day, uh, on that day, a fountain will be opened for the dynasty of David and for the people of Jerusalem. A fountain to cleanse them from all their sins and impurity. And on that day, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will erase idol worship throughout the land, so that even the names of the idols will be forgotten. I will remove from the land both the false prophets and the spirit of impurity that came with them. If anyone continues to prophesy, his own father and mother will tell him, "You must die, for you have prophesied lies in the name of the Lord." And he, and as he prophesies, his own father and mother will stab him. On that day, <laughs> we will be ashamed to claim the prophetic gift. No one will pretend to be a prophet by wearing prophet's clothes. He will say, I am no prophet, I am a farmer. I began working for a farmer as a boy. And if anyone or if someone asks, then what, what about those wounds on your chest? He will say, I was wounded at my friend's house. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, the man who is my partner, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Strike down the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I will turn against the lambs. Two-thirds of the people in the land will be cut off and die, says the Lord, but one-third will be left in the land. I will bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, these are my people, and they will say, the Lord is our God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so this is a little bit of a... uh, This chapter is a little bit hard for me to kind of fitted into all the molds that which season we're in because we're definitely talking about on end times here and it kind of appears to me that these this silence this prophetic you know nobody's going to be prophesying almost fits the silent years of the 400 years before jesus appeared on the scene and so that's kind of you know i'm i wrestled a little bit about what exactly season this was talking about or was it a blend of a lot of different seasons? Like, for example, where it talks about the wounds between your arms, yeah. which Jesus used this as a, this is used in Matthew 26, 31 and 32, uh, talks about this kind of stuff, wounds. And I was wounded in the house of my friends. Obviously, Jesus is, you know, wounded in Israel, the not only in the world he made, but in the nation that he called his own, he was wounded in. So that all fits. But when they were checking this guy, this prophet out, and he was denying he was a prophet, and they said, well, what are those wounds? This is more like the cutting. Uh, remember when the prophets of Baal cut themselves and yeah. cried out? Yeah. But they didn't get any answers? Yeah. That's actually what this is kind of referring to. That this false prophet of Baal, yeah. who was so violent they would cut themselves, that's a guy afraid to open his mouth. And that, to me, seems like a very godly season in some respects, because the, the enemy's afraid to open his mouth at that point. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, it felt a little bit like convoluted. Like I think that's what, what you're saying. is there's, there's bits and pieces here that appear to be a lot of different parts of our Bible that we yeah. that we maybe know or could be reminded of, but not a real clear like through line it doesn't feel like. Yeah. And so that makes it made it a little bit challenging for me too as I read the chapter. I for me the thing that um didn't really it wasn't like this through line. There was this idea that there's a uh I don't know, there's there's this one part here that says 
in verse 2, it says, I will remove from the land both the false prophets and the spirit of impurity that came with them. And that stuck out mm-hmm. to me just in the idea of like, you know, we need to test some things that we're hearing out there. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. we're certainly in a season of life. And, you know, devotion-wise for me, that's what jump off the page was like, man, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. And there might even be stuff that's coming out. And sometimes around the first of the year, there's these like, you know, there's some prophet things that are out there. It's like, oh, this is going to be the year of this. And there's going to be the year of that. And all these things that are going to be. And um, I just really reminded to just test and, you know, test those words, test those things uh, amongst Scripture. And let's look at it. And not that they're, that everybody's false out there either. I don't think it's all it's all trash, oh, you know. No. But we definitely have to be careful. And just a reminder that there is a space where, where God's like, hey, this isn't it. This isn't the best. And um, I'm going to cut that off, I see here. And, um, of course, it was talking about a, a different season. But for me, I'm like, man, I want to be careful that what I'm what I'm listening to, what I'm putting in, what I'm hanging on to as – you know, this is what's going to be that uh, that we just test and see that. So for me, that's what kind of jumped out. But I, I agree with you. There's a lot going on in this chapter that's kind of all, all over the map a little bit. Read verse two again from yours. It says, "And on that day, the Lord of, of heaven's armies, I will erase idol worship throughout the land, so that the, even the names of the idols will be forgotten." And then this line is, "I will remove from the land both the false prophets and the spirit of impurity that came with them." Nice. So w- to do this in context, this is in the context of false prophets and idols. Yep. So what are the two things I think that from beginning to end always threw off Israel? False prophets yeah. and idols. Yeah. Those two things were like the the misleaders, so to speak, misleading Israel from yeah. day one. You can go through your Bible yeah. right from Moses taking them out. They get an idol. They yeah, get a golden calf. You know, idols and false prophets, those are the two things. And here in this season, he says this is going to be cut off. Yep. I That's what makes me think this is probably not the silent years, but maybe this is talking about the millennial reign of Christ. Yeah. And so there's no need for false prophets at that point. The other side of it, though, when it says, you know, strike the shepherd— and the sheep will be scattered. That is, you know, that's such a biblical messianic reference. Yeah. That's why I just I go back and forth. It's like, well, is it is it that or is it this? Is it that or is it this? And I think it's cool that in a chapter that's calling out false prophets, yeah. it's full of real prophecies. Yeah. It's full of real truth about it's future good. events. It's good. You know, like like verse one where it says there's a fountain will be open for the dynasty of come David on, and the on. and the people of Jerusalem, a fountain to cleanse them from all their sin and impurity. That feels like when, you know, like Jesus was like, you know, opened up by the with the sword where, you know, yeah. blood and water flows out of him and you go, Hey, there's this fountain over there mm-hmm. of life and life abundant that will cleanse us from our sin, will cleanse us from that there's this picture of Jesus in that that you go, Okay, what it, and then it jumps to this other this you know anyway it's just jumping around a bit but I I love the idea that you know what came out of Jesus was this this fountain that would flow for the dynasty of David for the people of Jerusalem even even the the, the chosen the promise who hadn't received a Messiah yet there was there was cleansing for them as well which you know they're they're going to be scattered and all the things that had gone on. Can you imagine uh, in the season of, you know, the death of Jesus, all that was shaking and all that was being moved? You just go, wow. But yet there's an answer for even for the whole world in that. And yeah. so, I don't know, I just reminded again of going, hey, there's this there's this fountain that flows. It is so good. And, well, uh, I mean, will, uh, was it William Cowper uh, did the song, There is a Fountain Filled with Blood? Okay. And that's like a famous old hymn. That's yeah. in every 
First hymnal. Baptist hymnal, yeah. Episcopalian, Methodist hymnal on the planet. This is the verse yeah. that he wrote that from. It's good. You know, and so he was seeing, yeah. you know, this blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins, this fountain filled with blood. Uh, you know, instead of a new sacrifice every day, and here's the kind of thought here, a fountain in that day was usually a spring-fed well that was accessible by people. In the spring, they would have the water go up to the top, not like, you know, a fancy fountain like we have now with a fish with his mouth open and you got electric pump and, you know, pumping it up there. This would be much more rudimentary, but the but the spring would be carrying the water up to the top, and then it'd be coming out, and that's a constant. Yeah, that's always there. That's not like something that has to be done for that moment. Right, it's always there, and that's the kind of picture. The you know Zechariah and even you know William Cowper was trying to get across. Yeah, was this constant cleansing? Yeah, of our sin through the blood of Jesus, which exists and abides forever and ever forever flowing with the cleansing blood of Christ. Yeah, and this is hundreds of years. Like this is well in advance. Oh, you know, this is this is a painting a picture that we actually see more clearly than they would have ever oh. realized, you know, what this was that, that and you know, an Old Testament minor prophet could sit back and and forecast and predict and show this And you then know, have picture. Jesus quoting him. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, in the 26th chapter of uh, Matthew, Jesus is quoting this minor Minor prophet over in the corner. Yeah, it's it's like what I, I shared. I had the opportunity to preach a couple weeks ago, and uh, just the idea of like you know Bethlehem being so special. Like Bethlehem, like seemed like oh this obscure town where they had to go back to, you know, because it's you know they had to be be counted there, you know. But hundreds of years before, prophetically, it had been yeah. spoken that the Savior would come out of this obscure oh, small town, Bethlehem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it's just oh, this is just there. This is the prophetic. This is the word of God, and it is so precious that you could see hundreds of years of forecast, uh, foreshadowing of what was coming. And the death of Jesus is pictured here, you know, and just the I don't know, just the the freedom that would flow out of out of a life called Jesus, that we obviously we celebrated as Christmas just a few days ago, but man, this guy was like, he died for us, like, and he was, he was broken that we could be whole, you know, and just a constant flow fountain that is just life abundant. It, it is ever flowing. It's, it's fountains of living water, if you will, or flowing of living water that we can run to it and, uh, and be changed by it. So Beautiful. I don't know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, one of the other things that stood out to me, read verse seven from yours again. It says, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, the man who is my partner, says the Lord of heavenly armies. That's interesting. The man who is my partner. So here, God is speaking through the prophet Zechariah, and he says, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is my, and yours says, partner? Partner. Mine says companion. Yeah. Some translation says my equal. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. It's trying to to get across this picture of this one like God yeah. who is in partnership with God yeah. to deliver mankind. And, and, of course, that's all pointing towards Jesus at that point. But it's interesting. Nobody has ever been able to say, I am God's equal. Yeah. But Jesus said, have I been with you so long yeah. that you do not recognize me? Yeah. You know, if you've seen the Father, you've seen, seen me. And so that really jumped out at me when I read that. I just kind of read, read, starred that and thought I could spend a lot more time thinking about that. But it's certainly what happened that uh, 
they struck the shepherd and the sheep were scattered and you know everybody started going to locked rooms and dark you know just working by candlelight and all that kind of stuff because of what was going on but yet jesus was in the middle of that setting people free and he that's one of the things i love about jesus in that that season and i know it's you know we all think supernatural jesus walked through the walls suddenly he's in the room but what it says for me is whatever dark place locked place alone place isolated place you find yourself in it's good jesus is able to walk through all of that cut cut through all the noise cut through all the locks and bars cut through you know the walls and get right to the heart of the matter and uh i know he's 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 wanting to do that for you today in your life wherever you're at and it goes back to what you said about my redeemer lives like Come on. he's not he's not just as far off god but he actually lives that at the end of this chapter says they will yeah. call on my name and i will answer them like yeah. the reality is that he's close he's not far off he's not out there somewhere mysteriously like how to hard to find you call out to him, he'll answer you. Come and on. doesn't matter what you're walking through. In verse 9, the beginning of it says, I'll bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I'll refine them through silver or like silver. I'll purify them like gold. God wants to do something in, in working things out in your life that um, he wants to do it with you. And he's not like, you know, going and throwing you away somewhere. He's willing to be in the journey beyond the beyond the team, beyond the, I don't know, in the partnership with yeah, you, I yeah. guess, to, to do it together. And so I would just encourage you to call out to him. I don't know what you're facing or what this season might bring, but. I know that he's got good plans, and he wants to refine and purify. You know, what's interesting, I never had this thought before, and I probably should have had this years ago because I've been a believer for a long time. But when when you read these things like that, I'll bring the one-third through the fire, we'll redeem, refine them as silvers, refine and test yeah. them as gold is tested. When you read stuff like that, it isn't all, I don't always get a warm feeling, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You know, I don't always think, wow, that'll be great. But one of the thoughts I had today is nobody refines corn husks yeah junk or sand yeah. or you know pff, cotton yeah you know you refine super valuable stuff yeah silver it's good gold precious metal made in, in in such a way that it has its own you know on the what would they call that on the periodic chart it's got it's an element yeah it's an element i mean gold is an element silver is an element it's not like made of Blah, 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 right? It's It's foundational. It's foundational. And here he's just talking about how precious and how valuable they are. And the testing just makes them more so. Yeah. It isn't like God doesn't care about you. That's why you're being tested. You know, and no good teacher tests when he wants students to fail. Yeah, to fail you. Good teachers test so that you can pass the test and go on and apply what you've learned. That's so good. Like, I'm I, telling you, man. Good I, teachers. I, I, I want to be a good teacher of my children like that. I want to actually be a good student like that. You know, I, I think about what, what I have to learn. God, help me help me learn what I need to learn and hope that refining and that purifying is uh, is simpler and is quicker. Like, I don't want to prolong that season. You <laughs> I don't know, want to be want, on this stove too long. Yeah, let's go. Let's cook yeah. it and get out of here. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that he's got good plans and uh, he wants to do great stuff through me because I'm valuable to him. So yeah. let's take a break. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Brian, what are you saying about people? Well, I just, I like the idea that, you know, in closing, that he says, these are my people, and they will say, the Lord is yeah, our God. Nice. You know, like, I, I like being my people. Like, I, I got some people that I would call are my people. You know, I got, I got a family at home. I got a wife, and I got four kids, and those are, those are my people. You know, like, not my people. Like I own them, but they're my people. Like, <laughs> like, a, like a, like a possession. Like they're, they're, they're yeah. like they're, they're. It's in a us. loving, kind, 
hopeful way. Yep, and it's it's our circle. If, yeah. if that makes sense, it's it's people like I have friends that I would call are my people. I have a church that I would call my people, and I would just I just like the idea that I'm included, that there's family to be a part of, and yeah. that we're not some straggler out trying some orphan quote unquote trying yeah. to do it ourselves, or Good. even having that orphan spirit. It can be very challenging if you're out there and you're going, you know what, nobody loves me or no one will connect with me. Ooh. You need to hear that God wants you to be in His family, and He wants you to be around a family of other believers. You want to, He wants you to do life together with people and you're always welcome in the family and uh, his family is wide and vast yeah. and uh, yeah. I can't even imagine what it'll look like in heaven one day when we when we all celebrate together you know do, it's gonna be do, incredible do, just out there real quick do, if you don't feel like you have yeah of people man I would just encourage you come to one of the services that you know we're having for the new year go to a church so get some somewhere where they worship Jesus yeah Get in there with some other people that worship Jesus. Uh, We all need friends and family around us following God. It helps us to be stronger. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.